What's up guys, this is Jason Tulio and Steve Ventu and welcome to the T2 Fight Project where we talk about all things martial culture and combat sports. Alright, it has been a long time Stephen, but we are yep. back. We're back and NFC is back exactly. this Saturday. The, re- the reason we're back is because combat sports is back. Uh, there have been a lot of local oh. events in the Philippines as of recent, but this is the biggest one by far that's going to take place this year. It's actually two cards, one, one on Prime Video 5 and one, 164. Yep. Uh, so uh, in the lead up to that, as you mentioned, it's this Saturday. We're going to run through the two main events and then we're going to each describe the fights that we're both looking forward to. So as I mentioned, it's two, two, two cards, right? So it's a whole day, right? Are you ready? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is literally 9 a.m. to... The first oh, card starts at 9 a.m. And then the second one starts at 7 p.m. I can only imagine it's going to finish well past midnight. I think the lead, so, cards, the lead card for the second one starts at 6.30. So there's no yeah, time. Okay. Yeah. So it's literally a whole day of fights. But, you know, we've been looking forward to this for two years. So I think it's going to be yeah. good. Uh, okay. So let's look at the main event of the first card, which is for the light heavyweight championship of the world. Rainier Derrida versus Anatoly Malkin. Hope I'm saying that right, Stephen. Your thoughts? Um, during the press conference, in all honesty, both of them seem really, really confident. For me, obviously, Derrida is a two weight division champion. He's the light heavyweight and middleweight, but this is for the light heavyweight title anyway. So Malkin's actually moving down. Mm. Uh, it's gonna be interesting for me because um, during his time in one FC, Derrida was able to actually dominate his opponents, taking them down and everything, but. Uh, I'd say Malakin's a different animal. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's probably slower compared to all the other people he's he's a faced. freaking beast. Yeah. No, just... uh, when they said, when the press conference, when they said, what's his keys to victory, he just flexed his arm. <laughs> yeah. Flexed his arm and said, that's the difference maker. So That's we'll it. See. And as you mentioned, he's moving down, right? From heavyweight. Yeah, he's moving down. He's moving down. So most likely his... How even if even with the weight cut or hydration test, he'll still be able to gain all the weight back. So the power is there. So it really is, can Derrida take it to the ground and can he keep him down? Considering Malakin is a wrestler. Malakin's yeah. been wrestling all his life. And some of his wins were from ground and pound, aside from striking. It's weird to say, but I think at this point, Malakin is the more well-rounded mixed martial artist. I, I, I definitely agree with you there. I think... As far as skill in their field of expertise, I think Derrida takes it. Obviously, he's shown himself to be submission ace. Um, he's got the submission wins over Ong Lang Sang. And he also demonstrated that he can last a full 10 minutes with Andre Galvao in a submission-only match. So as far as special uh, you know, skill in their field of expertise, I think Derrida takes it. If he's able to get it to the ground. As you mentioned, Malkin, Malikin is a wrestler and... Holy crap, the guy hits hard and he's moving down a weight class. So he definitely has that puncher's chance. Um, I think this is a bit of a toss-up. I I, you know, personally, I think the Ritter takes it. I think he's, you know, shown more experience in the long haul fights, but you know, who do you think takes it? Um I don't want to give predictions after Pacquiao, but <laughs> <laughs> but um for me is if the the longer the fight goes, the more chance the Ritter has. The more chance the reader will take it. If if Malakin can finish him in the first or second round, mm. he'll he'll take it. But as the fight goes, I think the reader will take it. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. I think, um, like I said, the reader has more experience in those long haul fights. So, yeah. Okay. So moving on to the next main event, I think this is the one that Pinoy fans are looking forward to the most: Joshua Pasio versus Jared Brooks. Uh, what was that like at the press conference? Uh, Brooks was really selling the fight. Brooks was really trying to hype up the crowd. And uh, Pasha, just his normal, calm self. Both seemed very confident. Both, both seemed to think that they're going to win, obviously. Um, Brooks said it was a really tough training camp. Um, and we'll see. I think, um, I think it's a toss-up as well. What do you think? Well, with this one, um, Pasio is, you know, sort of, mm, he's not quite John Lo, um, he's not quite Coach Mark's son, where he's in, you know, the prospect stage. He's a champion, obviously, but he does represent the next generation of Team Lakai that's, you know, much more well-rounded than uh, Falayang or Bellingham's generation. Uh, it is a bit of a toss-up because Brooks, I think, is quite a well-rounded fighter, especially by one championship standards. Um Right now, I see the skill level of one championship where, you know, specialists are still winning. Specialists mm-hmm. like uh, Rainier Derrida, for example, can still pull it off with their one one meal ticket. Whereas, you know, globally, they're a lot more well-rounded. Brooks for a one championship level fight is quite well-rounded. So this is a very interesting matchup. Uh, again, I think here that Pasha has the more has more championship experience. Uh, when it comes to Sorry, he has more experience in championship fights. Mm-hmm. Well, but the, having said that, you know, like I said, Brooks has those well-rounded skills, so it's gonna be an interesting matchup. Do you want to make a prediction for this? Yeah, I think um, obviously the difference maker would be Brooks's wrestling. Mm. Um, Basho yes, had in the past. That's right. Yes, and he is, in all honesty, a step above Basho's other opponents. Basho has been taken down before. Um, they do obviously. Team Lakai has uh has their own wrestling coach, and um, as we've seen in the previous one, Loman's wrestling has improved. Mm, Loman's yes. wrestling really has improved. So it really comes down to is Pash will Pasha be able to negate the takedown, keep his back off the fence? Because we know what Brooks will do. Most likely, he's gonna try to bomb rush, mm. and the problem I think that happened with. Um, Brooks's previous fighters were previous opponents were they backed up when he when he would rush. So it's how can Pasho use uh use lateral movement and can he anticipate the takedowns and sprawl properly? Um for me, Pasho needs obviously we're Filipino, we're biased. I yep. see Pasho winning. My prediction in all honesty is fourth round knockout, fourth mm-hmm. or fifth round knockout, considering um if Pasho can set the traps, if he can throw leg kicks, he can throw head kicks. If he can time those knees properly for the takedown, he can take out Brooks. But obviously, Brooks, once again, is a... is a, I, I think he's an All-American wrestler. He at just least needs, collegiate level. Yeah, at least collegiate level. He just needs one takedown, one or two takedowns, and mm. he can hold Basha down. Worth pointing out here is that Brooks holds a fairly recent win over Lito Adiwang, mm-hmm. uh, one of... um. Pasha's teammates and he actually said in the build-up to this fight that he takes that personally because he defeated his brother. Uh, Adi Wang is somewhat of a prospect, but um, again, it, it's weird to think, but he's actually a bit, he's actually older than uh, Pasha. But I think he does not represent, Adi Wang does not represent that next evolution where of Team Lakai 
where uh, Pascio and Loman, like you said, are much improved on the ground, much improved wrestling, have much more well-rounded skill sets. So I think this is, you know, it's a point of comparison, but I think this fight's going to be completely different. For me, I think Pascio's championship experience is going to shine through. He's going to go through some tough moments, but he's shown time and again that he can overcome even the best in one championship on a uh, throughout a long haul fight. So I see Pasha winning by a unanimous decision, or at least a decision. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. With that being said, let's go. Uh, what fights are you excited for? All in both right. cards. In both cards. Both cards. There's a lot here. Um, <laughs> me, I'm a jiu-jitsu purple belt, so I am looking forward to these submission grappling fights. Uh, first up will be Ty Rutolo, one half of the Rutolo twins, versus versus Marat Gafarov. Uh, it's been a very contentious point in the jiu-jitsu community lately how uh, Dagestani fighters with Sambo backgrounds have been dominating in MMA. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Habib Nurmagomedov famously wore that shirt if Sambo were easy, easy. to be called jiu-jitsu. Right? So it's, you know, it's been a lot of trash talk back and forth. Uh, Gafarov's obviously a strong wrestler in that, uh, not traditional, but in that Dagestani fashion in MMA where they have strong takedowns and you know good control on the ground but you know this is submission only rule set uh Tyru Toller recently competed at ADCC did very well for himself in the in the absolute I think yeah I think it was Ty who came in third in the absolute so you know he's used to fighting those strong guys and yeah so again this is submission only rule set one that you know the Rutoller brothers definitely excel in so yeah, I think he he takes this quite comfortably. And then uh, his brother, Cade, is fighting Mateus Gabriel. Now, this is for the lightweight submission grappling world championship uh, that one championship has. Uh, this is a much more straightforward jiu-jitsu versus jiu-jitsu match. Uh, what I've seen of Gabriel so far is that he did win uh, Nergi Pans, but that's not nearly as prestigious as Cade winning the lightweight division of ADCC recently. And most of Gabriel's success seems to have come in the gi so far. So while he's a very good grappler, I think Rutolo has more experience in this rule set. So I see it being a very, very good day, very good night for the Rutolo brothers. And then on the next card, um, let's see here. All right, you go first. What which fight are you looking forward to on the first card at least? Oh, on the first card, I'm a white belt. For life, Jason. <laughs> Ten years as a white belt. <laughs> so I it's think, a long time. Uh, I know. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Most people get their black belts by now. <laughs> Not the fight I'm really excited for would be Ramazanov versus Soldik. I guess it's okay. a classic striker versus grappler matchup. During the press conference, they really touted Ramazanov as one of the best wrestlers to come out of Dagestan. Obviously, mm. Soldik has his comparisons with Krokop. Mm-hmm. And I mean, his nickname is Robocop. Also, his nickname is Robocop. So there, yeah. you're gonna get those comparisons. But Soldik is a two division weight, a two division champion in his previous organization, and it would be interesting. And they didn't. They gave him a tough opponent from the beginning. I think Ramazanov is three is undefeated three zero in one mm. in the one FC. Okay, so that would be an interesting fight. It's it's also one of those things where Ramazanov isn't. Or just from what I've seen, his striking really is not yet fully developed at all. Soldix obviously has head kick, has head kick knockouts, uh, TKOs from striking, a left straight just similar to Krokop. So it would be interesting to see how these guys match up. For me personally, I want to see the I want to see Soldic do well. Yeah. But if Ramazanov can take it down, it's gonna be a tough night for Soldic. 
And obviously, I think um one thing, one other fight that we're oh well, actually two fights that we'd be excited for is Edward. Mm. Edward. Yeah, I was Edward's, about to mention. Yeah. Yeah, Edward's return to MMA after you know see beating a legend in John Wayne Parr. Mm. So it would be really nice to um see how his. I I feel like the his. Oh no, he he said it himself in the press conference. The fight with John Wayne Parr really brought back his confidence. So he's going back to MMA, and I want to see how he does. I feel like he can pull this one off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've not seen much of Marquez. From what I have seen, he's tall, he's rangy, but he's not nearly as explosive or as athletic as Edward. Mm-hmm. I think this is a very winnable fight for Edward if he sticks to a good game plan, actually. And it would be good to see you know, um, our legend get a win once again in MMA. And also on the lead card of this is uh, Denise Zambonga versus yes. Lynn, Lynn Hekin. Actually, it's the first... Hekin, Hekin. It's actually the first the first fight of the, of the day. Yep. So you that know, would be uh, really interesting. Yeah, uh, Zambonga, you know, suffered a setback, but then, you know, she's hopefully will be able to make a strong comeback. Yeah. Um. Actually, with Lynn, I think she's a striker. And for me, Denise is the more well, well-rounded... Uh, martial artist at this point. She did have problems taking down, obviously, Hamderley, uh, uh, Ham, but I mean, mm. that's her game. She's a, yeah. she's a sprawl and brawl fighter. But with Lynn, she's also a striker, but mm, she said that she has, she has faced some wrestler before, some wrestlers before, but I think Denise's wrestling is, should be better or will be better. So for those two fights and all us, I mean, we're biased, but I'll go, mm. I'll go with Edward and Denise. Actually, just All to right. add with the Marquez fight, yeah. just from what I've seen, he is re- he is less athletic, slower, and I think he tends to gas. Yeah. We we know Edward won't gas. Yeah, he'll he'll you know he'll go down swinging if he has to. Okay, so on the next card, one I'm I'm looking forward to is um, Jano Sangyao versus mm. Ma- um, Matias Farinelli. Now Farinelli is a dark horse; he doesn't actually even oh, have a profile right. on the. One actually, that one, page. Uh, actually, uh, that one got changed. So, um, uh, John Lowe is fighting LA from the One Warrior series. Oh, yeah. okay. It, uh, this was during the press conference. So, um, oh, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. So, the winner of the One Warrior series is fighting Drex. And then, um, I think LA got injured. So, he's a replacement. So, fight John Lowe. Actually, I was in. I was interested in the John Lowe versus um, uh, what was his name? Damn, uh, Matias ja- oh, yes, yes. John Lowe Farinelli fight because Far- Farinelli was 4-0 all four mm-hmm. submissions so they were going to test John Lowe's ground game but yeah now um, it's our replacement fight and it would be interesting well, I want to see I think John Lowe's last fight was maybe a year ago or yeah, a while back remember, during yeah. the pandemic like during the pandemic. So it would be interesting to see his growth considering he's still so young. Yeah. I am so excited for um, John Lowe's future. Um, if, you know, his father, Mark, is the first generation team, Lakai, Edward and those guys would be second. Pasho and those guys would be third. He's, you know, by my count, the fourth generation. And this is a guy who's grown up in the gym, basically, yep. under the tutelage of his father and all his elders at Team Lakai. He's, you know, he's shown... For me, he's shown a very well-rounded game right off the bat. He doesn't have that, you know, wushu-centric side. He's actually quite well-rounded from what I've seen so far. And I'm very, very excited for his future. Yeah. And I'll ask All you, right. like, 
compared aside from him, Loman Pasho, he can carry the flag for Filipino MMA in the mm-hmm. in how many years Absolutely. to come. Absolutely. All right. So, what do you think of the Jack Zamwanga fight? That's also on this card. Oh wow. Okay. I think in terms of that, well, the the One Warrior series is a partnership with Globe, and they they said that um they said that the winner. They're hoping that he that he becomes a champion, but that's a tough test compared with Drex. Drex, I think, is already two zero in one championship. So they're 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 giving they're feeding him to the sharks basically. I think um tough fight should be entertaining, but I honestly feel like Drex will get it. Yeah, absolutely. I think um you know, uh the one the reality show was was good. It gave some guys some time to shine, but they're throwing him in against. A guy with fifteen fights, you know, who is two and zero in one championship, who won a title in URCC. So, you know, the, the experience gap is quite big there. I think. Yeah, I do want to. Yeah. I, I think. Um, I think at this point, Severino is two zero, or I think his record is two zero. Like he's currently undefeated, but Drex has been fighting for so long. He's mm. he has world class experience. He's fought in one before. He's fought in Korea, so yeah. it's it's a tough test for Severino. Yeah. All right. So one other one that I'm interested to see, just to see where he's at. Brandon Vera versus Amir Ali Akbari. Oh, now, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, Vera lost his. You know, he's been on a skid as of late. I think he's you know, um, definitely past his peak by this point. Uh, he lost his. You know, he lost both his championships. Uh, how do you see this fight going? Uh knockout in the first round. By well, hopefully, I I want Vera to win. Uh, mm. Amir has been talking as if Amir has been talking a lot of crap for years even if he's been knocked out twice he still finds a way to talk yeah. crap he does uh, even during the press conference he still talked crap but I think um, I want to see Vera do well I want to see Vera win by knockout I'm hoping that he wins by knockout but it is a tough fight because um, Amir's last fight he actually went back to wrestling he actually yeah. Took his opponent down and gassed out Moro Sorelli. Not and yeah, knocked him out. Ah, TKO, TKO'd him. Vera, on the other hand, um, I think just based on his last two fights, obviously the most suspect thing would be his cardio. After the first round, he got tired. I mean, against mm. uh, against Arjan and against Angla, he was tired. That's yep. so. We'll see if he improved on that. I'm high. I'm fairly doubtful considering his age. Yeah, same. But hopefully Vera wins. Hopefully he he can pull this one out. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping for, you know, one last moment of glory for Vera, who has, you know, um watched out of the UFC but re you know found his resurgence of one championship and you know flies the Philippine flag very proudly. I I, I hope he at the very least puts in a good performance. Yeah, same. I yeah. think um hope well being totally honest, the, the heavyweight division is still relatively thin. Mm, considering yeah. you have Malak you have you have Malak and Arjan who so far hasn't defended his title yet. You have Vera and you have Bushesha. Yeah. That's another well, he's he's in his thirties, but he is a prospect in MMA so far. Yeah, he's a prospect in MMA. The the heavyweight division is still fairly thin. If Vera wins this fight, he can find his way back into a title shot. So I hope for the best. Yeah, same here. 
All right. So that's I think that's all the fights you want to uh, we want to cover for the for these two cards. That's on Saturday. That's December three in the Philippines at the Mall of Asia Arena. Uh, looking forward. Hope you guys uh, are able to watch it live, and we'll see you there. Yeah. Actually, I just have to add just one more thing. Get yeah, yeah. Jeremy Pacateo is fighting. Jackie Buntan is fighting. Every yeah. Philip like so many Pinoy or Filipino fighters are fighting. This I feel like one brought this card to showcase Philippine talent, and I really do hope that our athletes can showcase their talent and that the world sees their talent. Yeah. Um, Edward, Edward, and Denise are in Amazon Prime. They're gonna, mm. they, they start the show basically. Edward is um, Edward starts the fire, and there's a reason why they brought Edward into Amazon Prime. They know that he's gonna bring in the fight. They know that Denise is gonna bring the fight. Yeah. So I hope that our I hope that this is a chance that our athletes can shine. Absolutely. The Philippines has always been a huge market for one championship. We know that for a fact. And yeah, like you said, the fact that they would bring an Amazon card here and put it on two cards in one day, which is basically their I think this is, you know, sort of their cap off for the year. It says a lot. And it's giving, like you said, a lot of Filipinos um a time to shine so i hope they all shine bright and do well in their fights yeah.